Welcome to Week 15 Podcast. Here, fantasy football season is now. We aren't just trying to make the playoffs. We're here to win them. Welcome back to Week 15 Podcast. Excited for another episode. Excited to yet again be talking about fantasy football in June now. We are one month closer to the season. And uh, yeah, we're hyped about it. Um, first, like always, we're going to start with some wins. Tyler, give me a win. Yeah, so my win this week is last night. My son, Henry, threw out the first pitch at the Jackrabbits game here in Kokomo. It's a developmental league, but he did an awesome job. All the family was out. We got to see him. He threw out the first pitch. Celebrity status. Yeah, he's got a cannon on him. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. What about you, Johnny? So win? so Monday night, uh, we had our second round of the city-county tournament um, with the Brothers and Cards rookie league team from Greentown. I had an absolute blast coaching this team this year. Um, city league tournament, you, you lose, you're out. Um, and so we played a team from another league. Uh, it was supposed to be a really good game. And my guys, man, they hit the ball better than they ever have um, in a whole game. We only had four strikeouts, which is like you're usually looking at like eight to ten per yeah. game for us. And uh, so we crushed the ball. We ended up scoring 19 runs and we won 19 to eight. And my guys were so excited. Cloud nine excited. It was fun to see them get that win. It was just like a, a great night. This podcast is sponsored by Brothers and Cards. We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. All right, so topic number one. Uh, for this week's podcast, uh, we have we are going to wrap up our scheduling topics today. So we're going to be talking about Thursday night football, holiday games, and overseas games. Uh, as far as Thursday night football goes, I like quarterbacks and pass catchers. Um, the reason for this is that the defense hasn't had as much time to prepare as um, as they normally would, and the offensive guys they know their stuff, obviously. So in my opinion the defensive guys are usually a little bit of a step behind the reason I didn't mention running backs is because they usually need a little bit more time to recover from the previous week and since it is such a short turnaround I like the guys who didn't take as many hits the week before so that's why I like quarterbacks and pass catchers on Thursday night yeah that makes a lot of sense you know I've heard a lot of feedback um, just in different interviews from guys talking about the Thursday night games specifically Thursday night road games Um, it's one thing when you have a short week to recover and you're playing at home, it's a completely different thing when you have a short week to recover and you're spending a day of that in travel or whatever. Um, I'm with you. I think quarterbacks get a huge advantage in those scenarios. Um, usually their bodies aren't as beaten as the other guys and mentally their preparation is, uh, you know, pretty much streamlined in the first couple days of a week. And then everything after that is repetition. So, um, as far as what they are going to try to do to beat the other team, that plan is set. That that strategy is there. There's really no adding to it on Thursday, Friday, Saturday before a game. Um, as far as you know, pass catchers go. I think tight ends actually have probably the hardest um, route on a Thursday night game yeah. because they have to do both. They have to learn everything, and and they are beaten up the most. You remember, I remember Josiah Price. Yep. Um, in college talking about like his week to week recovery and all the steps that they had to go through in the plan for a week. When you take two or three days off of that plan, 
Um, I think it's a significant factor that we don't necessarily talk about very much. Players hate Thursday night games. It's pretty, pretty. Uh, they're pretty open about that across the board. Um, but uh, when it comes to you know who are you going to pick on that Thursday night game, I like home quarterbacks and home receivers. Um, to your point about the running backs, I think a lot of the time, uh, anyways, on regular games, running backs go in and they're doing what they're told, right? Yeah. Like they're like the game plan is the running back success is way more built on the game plan than them physically. Um, so you know if you have a running back that has a great matchup expect expect more of a two back system but expect the the same kind of production that you normally see just maybe you know like an rb2 on a thursday night like a, like a second string running back i think tony pollard last year um those guys are probably going to get a little bit more work on a thursday night game than they would like on a saturday night game and then on a sunday night game yeah so moving on to holiday games and I love players on holiday games. Uh, some of them fall on a Thursday, so I'm using my same mentality there um, as far as what day of the week they're playing their holiday game on. But I know you said in our our meetings for the the show that players love playing on holidays. And true. I, I just think true. I just think it's the juice factor, you know. Absolutely. Well, we've grown up our whole lives watching football on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Watching football on Christmas. Um, you know, I. I Probably like 10 of the 15 years of my youth I spent on Thursdays thinking about playing on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, and, and so I think, you know, I think of David Blau, right? Um, yeah. David Blau is a, a friend of Brothers and Cards. Um, he's got a, we got a YouTube video with him opening our boxes. He, he's an awesome, awesome dude. Um, and we were kind of talking to him regularly during that season um, that he got to start on Thanksgiving. And it was kind of not, you know, expected that he would get to play at all, really. Um, in fact, we joked a few weeks prior to that when he was playing the Bears. Um, you know, we can't wait to see you play. Maybe not this week against Khalil Mack is what we told him. Right. He's kind of like, ha, ha, ha. And then a couple weeks later, he's starting against Khalil Mack on Thanksgiving Day, comes out in the opening drive and throws a touchdown. That that rush. It was like a huge 80-yard bomb or something yeah, oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, he came in and said, boiler up. <laughs> um, but, like, the it, you, you enter kind of a different realm, I think, in those those highlight games, in those – you know, bright lights, you got millions of people watching. It's not just Detroit. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, um, uh, but no, I a hundred percent think there's a juice factor. And I think that goes into all all competitive skill players um across the board. There's gonna be a little bit of extra juice in those games. Moving on to overseas, and this is the one that we should spend a little bit of time on. So I'm just gonna go through the overseas schedule. Um the Jaguars have become the home team of England, it appears, yeah. every year they play there. So we get the Jaguars playing the Falcons in week four in England, and then again in week five against the Bills. And then in week six, we get Ravens and Titans also in England. And then we are moving over to Germany in week nine for the Dolphins and the Chiefs. That should be a fun one. And then in week 10, we get the Colts and the Patriots also in Germany. Um, so I think the Jaguars playing back-to-back -back is unique. Uh, they are in different stadiums, different cities, um, so that will be a bit of a factor. But I, I think it's unique that the Jaguars are just staying in England for whatever their plan is, probably 10, 10 12 days, sure. whatever it is. Yeah, I think huge, huge advantage, advantage to Jacksonville in that second game. It, it will be against the Bills. Yeah. Um, but that that's a big advantage because the Bills' schedule is going to be off. Um, I mean, it's like a two-day travel. Yeah. So, like, to me, if if 
I could, if the NFL cared about what I had to say, or, you know, I'm sure these conversations are happening with the player agreements, conversations. Having a, a road game like that after a bye week makes a little bit more sense to me. Um, but I know players aren't trying to give up because players truly get bye week off. Like they can go on vacation. They can not come to the, the facilities. Um, it's a rest week for them. And so, like, I understand they don't want to give those up. I get that. Uh, but on the other hand, like, the thought of playing on a Sunday and then getting your work in and then leaving on, like, a Thursday, travel Thursday, travel Friday, have, get, like, your warm-up, you know, get your sense about you, jet lag crap done on Saturday and then playing Sunday, I hate that idea. Um, and I know the players are pretty – like, I've, I've heard multiple players come out and say, like, playing in overseas is the worst because it's not a full – it's not the full run that you get to give like on a weekly schedule. But I mean, I get that they're trying to make the game more international. I respect that. I, I like the idea of it, but it's, it's just kind of crazy to me. Um, the way that they are going about with some of these teams having to, you know, do on the short clock. So it'll be interesting to see how much of a factor, the fact that Jacksonville will not have to have that kind of week before, um, that second game. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. As, as far as fantasy purposes go, um, you're, you're going to play your horses, right? You're, you're not going to sit Josh Allen against the sure. Jaguars. Sure. But as far as like the other positions, maybe that's something that you consider if you're between two guys. Uh, like Johnny said, the time zone differences, the jet lag, and it's, it's just a quick turnaround. Uh, they are not in their normal routine. Right. And I mean – we're both athletes. We know we like to keep our routine. Right. And when, when you're off, I, I just, it's just, it's just going to be a factor for you as a fantasy manager. If your team is playing overseas. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, we talked about like ranking the factors and how, like, I don't care about primetime games being a factor. I care more about home and away. Um, you know, obviously these are away games. Uh, but I think the degree of change is so much greater in these kind of games. Yeah. Um, so, like, that should be considered in fantasy value. Like I said, I think quarterbacks, strong mental quarterbacks, are least affected in those situations. Um, like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, those guys, it, it, it wouldn't change what they are going to produce. Um, you know, I think Trevor Lawrence is in that realm at this point. I, like think, yeah, I think he's going to be fine. He's, Josh Allen's going to be fine. But, um, but then you look at Desmond Ritter in, for the Falcons. Yeah. Concerned. Staying away from that. Absolutely. Lamar, he'll be fine. Tannehill, you're probably not starting him anyway. Tua, he's fine. Um, Patty Mahomes, you're playing. And then you get week 10 in Germany. It's going to be the Colts starting quarterback. You think it's going to be... I think, I mean, week 10, you said? Week 10. I mean... It's going to be Anthony Richardson, yeah. so you might want to avoid him that week in Germany. <laughs> and then Mac Jones... He's probably okay. But if, if you're between two guys, um, as far as an offensive skill guy goes, running back, wide receiver, you might want to pick the guy who's not overseas. Yeah. Agreed. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I Studios is a podcasting brand founded by my wife and I. We plan on launching multiple podcasts this year, each with the intention of promoting positivity and critical thinking. This brand will cover over each podcast. We will have one YouTube channel, So Will I Studios. There will also be one Instagram account that links to all of the others. Follow us on Instagram at so.will.i.studios. We are so excited for this new journey, 
We can't wait to share with you. All right, now it is time for us to start getting into the nitty gritty. We are excited about this. We're going to talk about our quarterbacks, specifically looking at their playoff runs. Um, Again, this is week 15 podcast. Our season starts in week 15 when the playoffs start. We are building this entire podcast under the impression that if you're listening, you're making it to the playoffs. Um, We plan on making it to the playoffs. I'll be there. That's that's not a worry that we have um, in any of our leagues. Um, And I know a lot of leagues out there, everybody makes playoffs. Like on ESPN Standard Leagues, everybody makes playoffs. So here we are starting our season when the fantasy football playoffs start in week 15. Today we're looking at weeks 15, 16, and 17. Again, that's round one, round two in the championship for the vast majority of the leagues out there. Um, and, and when we look at all the quarterbacks in the league and we look at their schedules during that three-week span, there's some guys that stick out to us. Um, we're going to talk about you know the top five guys that Tyler has ranked just based on schedules. I'm going to talk a little bit, little bit about the guys that I also see as huge, um, realistic plays. Um, and I would say that some of this is going to affect my drafting a hundred percent. And, and, uh, this isn't just something that we're looking to waiver wire. We're talking about your quarterback for the season here. Um, and yeah, I would, I would say that this is going to be a factor in who I draft very heavily. So, okay. So when I was putting my list together, uh, the best score you could get for these, uh, for this, uh, topic was a six and I had five quarterbacks spit out with a four and, uh, I'll get into a little bit about how I um, came up with this numbering system. But so since all five of my guys got a four, I then just ranked them based with my knowledge. Sure. And so number five for me is going to be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, which is a separate topic <laughs> question in mark. itself. <laughs> I, I believe it's going to be Brock Purdy. Um, but I won't count out Trey Lance. So, and again, we're talking about week 15. So like week one injuries or if he comes back week three, week four, week five, irrelevant to this point, we're talking about week 15. And Absolutely. so your gut is telling you Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback for the 49ers. Week I, 15. I believe okay. so. And he came out with a four. He has three great games. Um, so I, I really like whoever's going to be, um, throwing the ball for San Francisco. That's yeah. my number five. And those games are at Arizona home against Baltimore, and then at Washington. Yeah, I like, I like those games too. He, I, I didn't have him on my list because I just had a question mark there as yeah, for who's going to be starting quarterback. You know, we can talk about that situation in another episode. But um, Just something to keep in mind. If, if sure. it is Trey Lance. Who, whoever's starting for the 49ers has a solid schedule in yeah, Week 15, 16, absolutely. 17. And a solid team around them. What about your number five, Johnny? All right, yeah. So um, I'm going to go with my guy, Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins is... Uh, extremely underrated, always has been in my opinion. Uh, he's a friend of mine, so I'm biased. But I, I look at his, you know, p- output on an annual basis against some of these teams, um, like Detroit, like Green Bay. Um, he's going to start with a hard one at Cincinnati in Week 15. Um, what we've typically seen in Bengals games is that the Bengals score a lot of points. That means my guy Kirk's going to have to be throwing a lot of balls. Um, he's got a great receiving cast. Uh, so the idea of them losing like, you know, 42 to 28 might be realistic, but also the, those 28 being four touchdown passes is realistic. Could be. Um, so I really like that game. Uh, you know, it'll be hard, a hard win, but for, for Kirk, but a big win for me and fantasy wise, at least that's what I expect. And then after that, in the second round of the playoffs, he's got Detroit at home, always does well against them. Again, both teams high scoring, 
Going to be a lot, of, a lot of passes thrown there. A lot of offense in that game. Yep. And then in week 17, it's a rivalry game at home against Green Bay. Kirk's had a lot of rough games against Green Bay. He's had a lot of great games against Green Bay. But, again, that's going to be a game where things matter. And, you know, he comes ready for those moments. All right, moving on to number four. My number four uh, playoff quarterback is going to be C.J. Stroud. And we don't know what he can do yet. But, man, that schedule is great. Right. It's and, again, before, before you knock it, you got to recognize we're, we're looking at this just based on schedule. I, I didn't – like I said, I just – Put the numbers in, and right. this is what the numbers tell me. Sure. So the fact that he gets to play Tennessee twice got him four points by himself. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee gave up – I can't remember what they were ranked, but they were, like, in the top five worst teams against passing offenses. At yards and touchdowns. Yeah. That's, that, that is what I based my yep. ranking system off of was yards and touchdowns, and Tennessee was one that got you two points in my ranking yep. and system. And then you look at college football last year, C.J. Stroud threw more touchdowns than almost everybody, right? I think he was second on the Pocket list. passer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I, I t- texted you last night. He said, you're not going to believe my top five. And I said, I bet you C.J. Stroud is in it. He is. Because um, I had looked at the same schedules and was kind of taking some notes. And it's like, you know, week 15, if he starts week one, week Which 15, you're not really a rookie anymore. No. You, you, you've, adap- you've adapted at that point. Or you're out. You've either adapted or you've lost your job at that yeah. point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if Stroud has proven himself, I think that is a great run at Tennessee – at Cle- or sorry, home versus Cleveland, and then home versus Tennessee. I love finishing with two home games there. Um, Cleveland was pretty good last year against the pass, but when you play Tennessee twice, you're, you're going to make the list. Yeah, week 16, definitely the question mark there, but it's at home. Yep. So we'll see. Johnny, give me your number four. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Russell Wilson. Um, and honestly, he's kind of interchangeable with who I believe to be number three. Uh, and again, my list is not like Tyler's. My list is overall guys that we realistically will be picking anyways. And then the, now they have the edge with the week 15, 16, 17 schedules. Um, Russ is going to play inside at Detroit um, in week 15. Love that matchup. That was a two pointer for me. That That is a huge matchup um, advantage to Russ. He's got the weapons. He's Russ. He's got Sean Payton. Now Detroit gives up a lot of points. Uh, crunch time. I like it. Uh, the next week he's at home against New England. Um, now, you know, Mile High Stadium going to be, we're going to have to figure that out. Um, but again, the advantage goes to the quarterback, I think, even in a bad weather situation uh, in terms of if they're going to be able to win. Um, fantasy-wise, I'm still taking my chances there. He's used to the altitude. altitude. He's um, great weapons. Know, great weapons. I, I like him against uh, New England. New England was another team that was top five in giving up touchdown passes last year. Yep, or, not I, yards. Bottom but, five, I guess. Like right. They were the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league against the passing offense. I think last year was a hiccup for us. I think he gets back to normal this year. Um, Sean Payton. Sean Payton's a big asset. Uh, and then he's going to sling it out against uh, Justin Herbert in week 17. I look to see a high-scoring game, rivalry game. I know the Chargers have a good defense, but I know Russ is good too. Uh, I like him a lot. I like that I like that run a lot at Detroit, home-home. Yeah, so my number three is going to be Anthony Richardson. Uh, he will be playing by week 15. I, I hope he's dominating. I fully 15. believe. I hope you are so right about him. Um, so he gets Pittsburgh, Atlanta, and the Raiders. Um, I, I just I really like Anthony Richardson. Um, so he plays the Falcons in Week 16, and that was a two pointer. Yeah. And then Pittsburgh, uh, they give up a lot of touchdown passes, not a lot of yards, and then the Raiders give up a lot of yards. So he got a four point for me. I like his rushing upside. Uh, 
Shane Steichen's going to get him figured out, especially by week 15, Johnny. You know, and the rushing aspect of it, too, I think, um, even though I've said before, I think Gardner Minshew starts the majority of this year. I think even in week one with Minshew as a starter, which I believe will happen, I think there's packages with Richardson. He's a shiny new toy. He's the best rushing quarterback in the league, potentially. There's going to be packages with him, um, and those packages are always going to be able to, you know, get on there. So if he becomes the starter by week week fifteen, which is it'll be before that, there's super no way. likely. Yeah, I, I agree. There's I no agree. way. Um, you know, I think Minshew will get to go until the wheels fall off, and I don't think that's four weeks. They have to see what they have. I don't think it's fifteen either. No, I think it's going to be maybe after the bye. Yeah. So I mean, if even if even if that's the first game that Richardson is starting, like at Atlanta, is at Atlanta, I think. I don't have that. I just um, have. But I mean, either way, I, it's inside. Yeah, either way. Either way. Um, even if it's his first start, I like that matchup a lot. So He'll, he'll be starting before that. I and, agree. And I, I think he's a great play for our fantasy playoffs. I agree. Give me your number three. Uh, number three, going to go with, uh, man, honestly, my, my whole top four, I have a hard time because I just do. But I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers at number three. I love his Week 15 matchup. He's at Miami. In the nice warm weather there in Miami, Aaron Rodgers is throwing to the rookie of the year, um, offensive rookie of the year, and Garrett Wilson. Uh, you know they've got some other weapons for him there. I I I think with his new team here, he's going to have that kind of uh you know we see it go two different ways. We're going to see the the Peyton Manning and the Tom Brady swag. I think with a new team, like you saw what I did in Green Bay. Watch what I do with New York. You saw what I did in New England. Watch what I do with Tampa Bay. I expect to see that. Um, but it's also a tough division. And so when we get to this time of the year, those games are really going to matter. That's a really big game at Miami. Whether whether Miami's in contention for the division or whether it's Buffalo, um, that's a big game for Aaron Rodgers and for the Jets. I love that it's at Miami instead of New York. Um, I like I like Aaron Rodgers a lot in that matchup. Um, I think he comes to play big time there. Um, and, and honestly, he's a guy – I've never drafted Aaron Rodgers in my life um, in fantasy football. Uh, despite his success, I've just never really been an Aaron Rodgers fan. I might be this year. Yeah, I probably won't. I like rushing quarterbacks. Um, Aaron Rodgers did get a three from me. I uh, love the week 15, like the week uh, 16, and then I think it's Cleveland in 17. Yeah, so at Cleveland. That, that, that was a rough one for me. So that's how he stayed off my list. Um, but if you like, you know, if you, if you have a touchdown passes bonus, I think yeah. Rodgers is a good play. Well, I, li- I like rushing upside. Yeah, and, and I kind of put Aaron Rodgers and and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, like Patrick Mahomes can rush too, but Patrick Mahomes with a bum ankle, you're still like he's going to throw 50 passes a game, and he's going to take those risky throws that turn into touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers is always going to be like that too. So I'm not sure like if there would be a run of games and I'd be like, yeah, I would not play Aaron Rodgers against these guys. But when I look at the matchups that he does does have, I'm like, dude, Aaron Rodgers is shooting fish in a barrel in week 15, um, probably same in week 16, and then week 17 we just plan on him being Aaron Rodgers. And that's your fantasy championship, so yeah. you just you just never know at that point. Sure, sure. There's, there's definitely a luck factor. Uh, my number two guy, Homer pick. Give me Justin Fields, Johnny. I, I knew I knew you would have Justin Fields on your list, and it makes total sense to me. Um, he did. He was probably six for me. Yeah. Um, if if I had to pick a sixth, he would probably be my sixth. Uh, at Cleveland, home of against Arizona, who's terrible. Home against Atlanta, who's terrible. If you can get by your, or maybe you have a buy in week fifteen, you you can ride that guy. If you 16, if you're the number 17. one team in your league, and you have a buy, and you don't have to worry about week fifteen, get Justin Fields. Absolutely, get Justin Fields. He's going to be able to throw all over those guys. He's going to be able to run all over those guys. They're not going to be in playoff contention. Sorry, dog. Um, Never know. 
<laughs> but yeah. I, I, I don't see them holding Justin Fields back in any way. I mean, no. just like go run, get your 20 carries, you know? And um, so, yeah, I mean, gold, gold star in week 16 and 17. Uh, you know, we'll see in week 15 against Cleveland. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like Fields in the playoffs a lot. Go ahead and give me your number two, Johnny. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes, man. It's my guy. I love him. If you him. got him, you're playing him, right? Yeah, if you got him, you're playing him no matter what. But this year, I think I'd be even more confident uh, having my playoff run with him. I had Patrick Mahomes on my team for a few years. The way our league works is every year you keep a player, he gets more expensive. Um, and so I kept him probably a year longer than I should have and still made the championship that year. Yep. He's, he just He's that good. Um, and then, you know, I let him go this past year. Rocked with my guy Kirk, who had a great year. Um, but as I look forward to next year, I'm like, man, how can I get Mahomes again? Just because he's so good. But when we get to the playoffs, it's just it's more beauty for him. Um, he's going to be at New England again, one of the worst teams against t- stopping touchdown passes last year. Um, then home against Vegas, uh, Mahomes owns them, and then at home against Cincinnati. Which where, will be a shootout. Where it's going to be like, I'm, I'm hoping for like 70 to 7 to 70. <laughs> something crazy. Just watching the two masters at the position go for it this year. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you know, Arrowhead, you never know what you're going to get weather-wise with there in New England. You never know. Um, so, like, weather could be a factor in any of these three games, which makes me hiccup just a little bit. But, again, the greats. When there's a when I would always tell myself as a player, if weather is a factor, it's advantage me. I'm mentally stronger. I'm mentally more prepared. Advantage me. Uh, you know that these high level guys think that way. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think if Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes were playing in a monsoon, both quarterbacks would be thinking advantage me. I'm yeah. better. And and so you know I, I think when he's going to play at New England, he's going to be thinking, yeah, Belichick thinks that this weather's going to affect me. It won't. Um, Nobody cares about the Vegas game. <laughs> uh, but, like, when it's him and Joe Burrow, again, both sides are going to be thinking, let's let's sling it anyways. And uh, so I think high high volume in all three of those games when they know that there's weaknesses in the defense. All right, number one for me, Johnny. My numbers have spoken. It is Dak Prescott. I like it. I like it, too. I, you know, I said Fields was probably my number six. Uh, that might have been a lie. It might have been Dak. Uh, he starts out at Buffalo in week 15. Shootout game. Hard place to play um, against a really good team, but that most likely means he's going to have to throw it a lot. A lot. Um, and he's got a lot a lot of new weapons this yep. year. I really, really like Dak. Yep. Uh, you know, it, like I said, at Buffalo is tough in week 15, but again, if you're in a situation where you have a bye in week one, you have two cakewalks in 16 and 17. Yep. Um, you have at Miami – Warm weather, Dak slinging it. They're going to score. Miami's going to score this year, so you're looking at high scoring. And they were game. bad against the pass last yep, year. They were. Um, so a lot of volume being tossed out there from Dak in Week 16 to get you to your f- fantasy championship, where he's home against Detroit. Also going to be a lot of slinging in that game. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, two gold stars after Week 15. Absolutely. If if this was just a Week 15 grade. We probably wouldn't no, have they Dak would, on they there. wouldn't make the list. But Him when you look field. at sixteen and seventeen and we're talking about playoffs as a whole today, Dak definitely deserves to be to be in that list. Um yeah, he he either him or Fields would probably be number six for me. Um and again, my list was made a little bit differently looking at, you know, just the the proven guys um that we would be having in our top ten discussion anyways, and how they fared in the playoffs. And the fact that your numbers are just based on numbers and you have Fields and Mahomes up there and I have them at six. They're sneaky guys to have in your have in your Fields roster. Fields and this Dak, year. you mean? Fields and Dak, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Fields and Dak are, are are sneaky guys to have on your roster. 
this year. Go um, ahead and hit me, Johnny, with number one. I better yeah. know who it is. Joe Burrow. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Not even to doubt my mind. Um, if you got him, you're playing him. Yes. Uh, he's going to play at home against Minnesota in their brutal pass defense uh, in Week 15. He's going on the road to rival Pittsburgh, who gets gives up some touchdown passes, especially to Mr. Burrow. Uh, and then uh, he's going to play at Kansas City. Um, within that shootout against Patrick Mahomes, I know it finishes with two road wins or two, sorry, two road games there. Um, but it's it's teams that you you know we expect Burrow to be Burrow, and he's never really let us down. Um, I remember last last year's game against Pittsburgh, he threw like four picks, I think, in the mm-hmm. first game against them. Um, came out the next week and played real conservative, and then got upset by Dallas. After that game, he went back to the gunslinging Joe Burrow, got his guys stuff right. And absolutely dominated for um, you know the rest of the season, and uh, led his team in a great way. And I expect to see that the same this year throughout the playoffs, um, and, and through the fantasy playoffs. Uh, I have no reservations, and I'm a huge believer in Joe Burrow. Week 15, 16, and 17. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun facts. facts, fun facts, fun facts. All right, fun fact for today. Uh, we decided to kind of go off script with the fun facts. And, uh, we're going to do a joint fun fact. We're doing a joint fun fact. It is a um, memory that Tyler and I have together that bonded us in our youth. Uh, give us the intro to this story. Yeah, you so you, we grew up together. We're always at each other's houses. Um, you had a neighbor who was a couple years older than us. And I think we got challenged, if, if memory serves me right, we got challenged in the middle of winter to a snowball fight. Yep, we were on the bus ride home, and trash was being talked. Tyler and I are just a little competitive. We're a lot competitive, and never have really done super great handling ta- trash talk. It's usually like, if you're going to talk about it, you're going to have to be about it. So we told these fellas that they were going to have to be about it. I want to say they were in like sixth grade and we were like third or fourth. Yeah, they were a few years older than us. Yeah, but we weren't having it. And so we get home to my house and we're like, let's ride with a snowball fight. Uh, I don't really remember like what sparked like the onslaught, really. I just remember, I don't remember which one of us went first. I just remember that there was like a push. Somebody got pushed. Knowing us, it was me. <laughs> most likely. <laughs> most likely it was uh, Tyler with the beginning of the hothead spark and uh somebody got pushed and then it just became like a tee off time where like the other one ran and in and smoked the other dude and then the other and dude was, was coming at us and i just remember like there was tears involved on the other side and we came in and my dad was like what's going on and we were like they wanted to have a snowball fight and they were like my, i'm pretty sure i remember my dad saying like why are they crying and us being like they wanted to snowball fight. <laughs> but no, it was a good bro moment. We were like, yeah, we ride. We ride here. We ride. We played football, baseball together our whole lives. And I'm pretty sure if any similar situation would have happened on the field. Oh, man. One quick funny one real quick. I'm adding. I'm adding to the list. This is going to be Are a long session. Are going to go to Lewis Cass? No, this is uh, okay. Hamilton Heights. Ty- my guy Tyler here, he's had a few concussions in his day. So we'll start there. But yep. has no memory of this because I remember talking to him afterwards. But uh, I slid one time. I played quarterback. And I slid once. We were playing uh, at Hamilton Heights. We were getting smacked. I ran for probably like a 15-yard run. It was like a first down. Guy was coming, and I slid. And as soon as I hop up, guy has some uh, ungenerous words for me. uh, Wasn't being very polite. About my manhood there because I slid. 
and Tyler just rocks him. And, you know, they break <laughs> it up and stuff. And uh, we, we get on. We're on the bus going home. And I'm like, hey, man, thanks for having my back. Uh, he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, like when I slid, that dude was talking. He goes, you slid? Bro, what up? <laughs> so had my back when somebody else was talking trash about sliding. But when he f- remembered that I actually slid, I was off the list. Well, that's how it is, though. I got your back, but then I'm going to tell you how I really feel. Even, you know, in, even in a concussed I played, state. I started for four years in high school, and then two, I played for five years in college. Never slid again. Never slid again. That a boy. That a boy. Don't question my man. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, the playoff matchups for running backs and receivers. I'm excited. Um, Again, the heaviness of your roster is going to depend on those those productions. Um, Getting to that championship, those guys are going to matter the most, even more so than quarterbacks. Um, So we're excited to get into that. So make sure you tune in next week. Make sure you follow us at Week 15 Podcast. Thank you to those of you that uh, did respond to um, our Instagram post, whether it was on Instagram or Facebook, uh, about who won their leagues, where you finished. We're going to talk about that a little bit next time. Um, but, yeah, make sure you're following us at Week 15 Podcast, and make sure you are uh, uh, responding back to some of our questions on there because we want to talk about you. So, guys, I appreciate you so much. We'll see you next time.